Spazzin' Out, America's podcast. Recorded live from Boston. Broadcasting around the world. Covering everything America is talking about and beyond. Take your seats and enjoy the show. Now, here's your host, Anthony Parziali. Poverty, broke, no loot, poverty meals. People are sharing poverty meals. I don't even, what the hell is a poverty meal? Who says that? Poor. How about a a poor, how about I'm a broke ass, my parents got no loot, no money, inflation is high, and I'm broke. Poverty. I'm living in poverty. There are people sharing poverty meals online, and we have to talk about this because I grew up legit poor. I grew up baroque. My family had zero dollars. I grew up in a house where there was no food in the cabinet. And when I say there's no food in the cabinet, I'm not talking about when you go home and you're like, oh, there's nothing to eat. You open up the cabinet and there's a ton of food in there, but it's nothing you want to eat. I'm talking about you opened up the cabinet and there was nothing in there. Nothing. Maybe there was a half-eaten box of Magic Stars. Maybe there was a box of mac and cheese, not the real mac and cheese, but the knockoff Market Basket brand. Maybe. Maybe. We need to break it down and we need to talk about it. This is Spazzing Out, America's podcast. You can get my podcast. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get my podcast. Subscribe to it. Do me that favor. Subscribe to it. You can also watch the live feed on Rumble. You can watch the live feed on Twitch. Sometimes I do it on, uh, not TikTok, sometimes I do it on um, uh, Twitter, and I usually do it on YouTube, but I'm currently banned from YouTube. YouTube has kicked me off of their platform. I have been kicked off of YouTube because I did a podcast, and uh, <laughs> I did a podcast on the COVID vaccine, and, and I wasn't really giving my opinion. I was just reading the Twitter files. The Twitter There was a Twitter file uh, uh, about COVID and about how the, the suppression of, of, of certain doctors that were saying that the COVID vaccine wasn't might not be necessary. I, I wasn't agreeing. I wasn't disagree, disagreeing. I was merely reporting. I was reading, actually. I was reading the Twitter files word for word. And YouTube said, uh-uh, you can't do that on our platform. So they have banned me. I don't know how long I'm blocked from YouTube but I currently can't do my live stream on YouTube. So now I am kicked off of YouTube. I am kicked off of Facebook. Um, I am kicked off of TikTok. I have been kicked off of every damn platform for my content. And the content, and I don't even do crazy content, bro. I talk about food. I talk about food. I'm literally doing another podcast on food. And they can't have, to, oh, Anthony Pazzi, oh, he's talking about food. He's, he's saying that, P, that it's real expensive. Eggs are $5. Ban him. Ban him. My God. All right, let's get to it. So because of inflation being so high, because people, the middle class is struggling, they go in food shopping and they're realizing they can't really afford things because eggs are five, six dollars. Bacon is up. Milk is up. Water is up. It's cereals up. Everything. There's not a single thing. Bread is up. Everything is expensive at the grocery store. Literally, I shop at Market Basket. That is the cheap version of a of a of a grocery store here in Massachusetts. It's like the Publix of Florida. This is where the poor people go to shop. Now, up here in Massachusetts, if you got money, you might go to Roach Brothers. You might go to Wegmans. Well, currently, 
Market basket, market baskets prices are like going to Wegs, Wegmans. It's so expensive. I don't think I've spent under $300 going food shopping in the past year. Used to be around 200 bucks a week or something like that. Now it's up like a hundo. It's insane. But luckily, I was born and I was brought up in a house where I could get by on basically nothing. Absolutely. I, I'm telling you, I was born to live in poverty as they said, to be poor. I would have survived great. I would have, been, I would have done well in the Great Depression. I can get by on nothing. Nibbles. I'm a, I'm a little rat. I can get by on a little... Mm, give me a crumb, bro, and I'm good. But let's talk about this. So people are sharing their poverty meals. So when you say poverty meal, what I, what I get here is there are people that are used to having good food, people that are, are not well off, but they're upper middle class, people that aren't used to struggling, or maybe they're not even struggling, and they, they're trying to join in. They're like, oh, look at me. Look how, look how tough my life is. Here is a photo of something I'm eating right now. So here are some of the things. The, these are the alleged top poverty. These are the alleged top poverty meals. Number one is instant noodles. Instant noodles. Bro, we, we're going to get to this because I don't even know what the fucking instant noodle is. I, I I know what ramen is, but I don't know what instant noodles is. So number two, ramen is actually number two. So I, I'll give you that. But ramen has kind of evolved into something cool. Ramen really isn't associated anymore with poor people. It's inexpensive to buy and fucking you better believe that poor people are eating it. And they're eating it with hot dogs and they're putting butter on it. 100%. Ramen, I grew up, well, I, I love ramen and hot dogs, but that wasn't my favorite. My brother Jesse loved the ramen and hot dogs. Not me. I didn't really like it. But now there are ramen restaurants. You can actually go to a place and they have, it's, it's, and they make fucking ramen. So it's like a cool thing. I wouldn't call that a poor thing. The next one is definitely a poor person thing. Mac and cheese. Bach, mac, listen, mac and cheese was a staple at my house. And we're not talking about craft, bro. We're talking about the Market Basket brand. That let me tell you something. There is no comparison between Market Basket and Kraft Mac and Cheese. Kraft Mac and Cheese is far superior. You got the Market Basket brand. It's fucking awful, but you eat it. Put a little extra milk in there. Put a little extra butter in there. Toss some hot dogs in there, mm, bro. Mad good. All right. Next one is grilled cheese. Grilled cheese and tomato soup. I find that suspect. Because you couldn't afford the tomato soup back in my day. There was no tomato soup, bro. You weren't dipping your grilled cheese in tomato soup because there wasn't fucking tomato soup to dip it in. Because you either got the tomato soup or you got the cheese and bread. But most likely you just got the cheese and bread because that shit was government cheese. And it was already fucking delivered. It was free. Going on. This is these are things that I feel like they're not even poor people can't even afford this lentil rice casserole. I don't even know what the hell that is, and I wouldn't even eat it if I had money. Lentil rice casserole sounds like shit. Egg drop soup? No, I'm out. Pasta? Hundred percent pastas on the poor people's list, but pasta with cottage cheese and caramelized onions? Poor people can't afford cottage cheese and caramelized onions, guy. I, please, I, I'm going to go through the whole list and then I'm going to explain what it's really like to be poor. All right, number nine is cereal. Yes, cereal is 100% a poor person's meal, but it depends on what kind of cereal. We're not talking Captain Crunch. We're, we're talking Crunch squares with market basket milk. Cheese quesadilla. No, no poor people aren't fucking getting cheese quesadillas. Poor people don't make cheese quesadillas. Poor people are like, give me a piece of white bread, piece of cheese, Piece of white bread, and I'm eating it. It's a fucking cheese sandwich. Let's go. Hamburger Helper, 
is like a delicacy. That's number 11. That is a delicacy to the poor people. If I can afford a little hamburger helper, bro, we're having him. Can you light up hamburger helper? Woo! You'd get excited for it. That Tony's Pizza Rolls. Now, now again, not a fucking poor, poor people. I'm buying Tony's Pizza Rolls. That's like above poor. You're almost poor. You're like middle class poor. You're like, man, you know, I can afford to pay my bills. I got a little extra loot. Let me get Tony's. What's that? Uh, red beans and rice? Bro, I, no, no, there was no rice and beans. Nope. Lasagna? No, lasagna's not a poor, poor It's not. These, these are garbage. I can't deal with it anymore. We're moving on. Here, let me explain to you guys something. Because I grew up poor, poor. I grew up, and, and listen, I'm not shitting on my dad. My father did everything he could to take care of us, but he had to raise five boys. My father raised five boys, five savages, including himself. So we have six men living in one house. You can't imagine how expensive it would be. And I'm sure some of you could, but it's very expensive to take care of five boys and including yourself on one income. So here we are. We're living in, in Woburn with my dad, who has his job, makes decent money. But it, things were fucking tight. For example, in the winter, the heat didn't get turned on, bro. I'm surprised the heat got turned on before January. And when it did get turned on, let me tell you something. It wasn't like, oh, let me turn on the heat so we can feel warm. It was like, let me turn the heat on high enough so that the pipes don't burst and get your ass a blanket, put on a sweater, wrap yourself up because it's going to be cold. And trust me, I now crank the heat to a ridiculous height in my house. Because I'm like, yeah, you know what? I work. I want to be warm. I'm sick of being fucking cold. I was cold my whole entire life until the goddamn fucking spring came. And the summers, bro, were hot because there was no AC. Open the window. Open the window. You want to get open the window? It's fucking hotter outside than it is. I'm not opening it. I'm not letting in the 100 degree heat. 100 degree heat. It's ridiculous. Food was, was scarce. This is how, how scarce food was in my house. My dad would go food shopping, right? I, I, they, first off, <laughs> these were like the things my father would buy. This, this And this was like, you, you first off, before my dad went food shopping, you'd open up the cabinet, you'd go in the fridge, there's nothing in there. Not a thing. You would think it was like a college student's house. You would, you would think that you were just a single dude who had nothing. You open up the cabinet, and when I say nothing, I mean nothing. Not like like right now, if you go upstairs into my kitchen and you opened up the cabinets, I, I would say there's nothing in there, but there's a ton of food in there. Just stuff I don't want to eat. At my dad's house, there was never anything you don't want to eat. Because if there was, the dude wouldn't go food shopping until you ate it. So I don't care what the fuck was up there. If it was something you absolutely hated, you better eat it. Because he ain't going food shopping until it's gone. And he would eat it. He himself would eat something. My father's favorite saying was, um, you know, a whore, it, you'd eat shit. My father would say, you'd eat shit if you were hungry. And trust me, you would eat shit at my house before the guy would go food shopping again. And then he would go food shopping. And, and he always had the staples, right? He would buy a box, some kind. Now, listen, there's five boys. And he would buy one box of cereal. And it wasn't even the good cereal, right? He, it was always the knockoff brand. Some kind of, but he always bought himself cornflakes. So he bought two things, right? My dad would buy cornflakes for himself. You don't fuck with my dad's cornflakes. Don't eat them. They're his. Besides, you weren't going to eat them anyways, because who the fuck likes cornflakes? But my dad loved them. 
So my father get a box of cornflakes for him, and then he would get for us some kind of a you know magic stars or or cocoa rounds or you know fruit rice or you know, anything that was a knockoff. You'd get it. One fucking box of it though. How how long do you think one box of cereal lasts for five boys? Exactly. Okay. So then you would get some kind of bread. You usually get some kind of uh, market basket white bread. You'd get one loaf of that. He would get a bag of chips because he liked chips. He would get cornbread because he liked cornbread. Um, in the fridge, you would get milk for sure. Now, ba- now back then, water wasn't really huge, right? So water wasn't the drink of choice back then. So my father would probably get a three liter of market basket something three liter ginger ale three liter coke something like that you would get the three liter that after you took one drink out of it it fucking was flat as all hell but again he'd buy one and there's five of us and then you would have cheese now i don't exactly know where the cheese came from it may have been government cheese it may not have been government cheese i know when i lived with my mom i had government cheese when i lived in the projects for a little bit but it was some form of american cheese in the house and that was like basically it. That was like it when I was a kid. Literally. There was like next to nothing and everything was a war and everything was a fight over something you were going to eat. Oh yeah, he'd buy ground beef. He would buy ground beef because the guy would make, at, at the beginning of the week, you'd have like, he'd make a burger out of the ground beef and anybody that didn't eat the burger, the burger would get like grounded up and would be put in a chop suey. And chop suey is basically pasta in my house and it was basically pasta um, cheese, not cheese. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess it was cheese. So pasta, cheese, uh, sauce, and uh, meat, and it would sit there for like for like three days, bro. You got to eat it or you don't fucking eat. I mean, let me tell you something. I didn't miss a day of school. We'll get into it. I didn't miss a day of school because I had free breakfast at school, free lunch, and then th- then there was a little snack at the end of school. But they, you know what? They didn't have recess snack. I'm not like, dude. I'll never forget it. Um. So I went to the Shamrock, and I remember it vividly. I went to the Shamrock Elementary School, and I and it's I never missed a day of school because you had breakfast before school, and before school they had the good cereal, little little small thing. They had the good cereal. They had the 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 milk cotton, so you could get a thing of cereal and a milk cotton. And I I remember one time I was in line with this kid Paul Pontalano. So me Paul Pontalano, Paul Pontalano. He lived on Blueberry Hill. I always thought Lano's family had money. I don't really know if Lano's family was well off or not. I know Paul's a great kid. I, I, I love Lano. I went to, I wrestled with him in high school. He was a great athlete, a tremendous soccer player, great wrestler, smart dude. I think he's a, a part-time police officer and then has his real job. The guy's ripped. I love Lano. He's my guy. But I always thought Lano's family had money. So Lano was in line with me. I used to always think, this, why the fuck is Lano in line? Now I had a ticket. I don't know if Paul did because I never saw it, but I had a ticket that had a big red thing on it. I mean, it was huge. You could see it coming a mile away. This motherfucker is poor with his, like, you'd have your lunch ticket and it had a big ass red sign on it. It's like a big, uh, you're poor. Here comes the poor kid. Like, you don't, you don't have it in your hand. You're like, oh, this motherfucker is poor. The lunch lady would look at you and be like, oh, it's Pazzi Ali. Better give him something to eat. He hasn't eaten anything in days. And I would always try to steal. I'd always try to take two cereals. Because I wanted to take one because because you wouldn't get, I didn't have a snack, so you'd have recess and there were no snack. I, I everybody else had a snack. I didn't. I wouldn't have a snack, so I would try to take a second box of cereal so that I could have a snack for recess, which I didn't even really care because it's not like I needed it, but I just wanted to have something to eat. So, anyways, I'm in line with Lano, and Paul starts talking. I dude, I'm in fifth grade. I remember this. Lano starts asking me, he goes, 
and listen, if you have kids that listen to this, I hope you don't. But if you're in the in the vicinity of your kids, we're about to talk about Santa Claus, so get them away. So we're in line, and I'm in front of Paul, and I got my ticket, my big red ticket, my big free cereal ticket. And Lano starts saying, he's like, hey, he's like, do you believe in Santa Claus? And I'm like, oh, fucking, I'm like, what? what? Come on, Lano. And he's like, yeah, you know, do you believe in Santa Claus? I'm like, I, I don't want to get in a conversation. I'm starving. I'm like, yeah, I don't know. And he's like, well, you know, if you if you believe, you know, I think he's real. Lano's, you know, he's trying to convince me that Santa Claus is real. In my head, I'm like, bud, Santa Claus ain't fucking real. This dude hasn't been to my fucking house in years. If, they, if he's fucking real, he hates me. Santa Claus comes to my house and drops off one gift for five boys. This dude either hates me or he fucking doesn't exist. Shut the fuck up. I'm like, I'm trying to get my free lunch and steal another one so I can have something for snack. And you're talking about Santa Claus is real. Please. I knew Santa was fake when I was like four. I'm like, fucking open up my gift. I'm like, I'm like, this motherfucker is so fake. Because all the other kids, either I'm the biggest piece of shit kid on the planet and all the other kids were great and nice or Santa's not real. I found out real early that Santa Claus was some bullshit. And Lano, love him though. You know what, Lano, I mean to single you up, but I remember that instant. I remember being in the lunch line, not the lunch line, being in the breakfast line, you being behind me, you asking me about Santa Claus and whether or not I thought he was real. And and I didn't really answer the question, but in my head I was like, no. No, the guy's not real. I don't know what you got for Christmas, but I didn't get shit. I got nothing. I mean, I did get something, but you, you again, you you would get know, like you you. I mean, I mean, Jesus Christ, dude! I, I you'd get like a gun, not like a real gun, like a fake nineteen eighties gun that probably cost my dad like a dollar. Like you didn't get shit. That's funny. I remember that like it was yesterday. So, anyways, we're going back to my house, right? So there was such. You, you want to talk about rationing. You want to talk about rationing food. You want to talk about the um, the Great Depression and the government passing out rations and how much food you could get. We had someone in my house that rationed food. My brother Jesse would fucking count the amount of cheese you would eat. And he would tell you, be like, oh, you had two pieces of cheese you can't have anymore. If you had a bowl of cereal and you tried to get a second, no, no, no. You've already had your bowl of cereal for today. You can't have another. If you had like a glass of milk, oh, you had a glass of milk. No more milk for you today. I mean, he would fucking count it. Anthony had three pieces of fucking cheese <laughs> because he was, he, it was self-preservation. He was thinking, fuck, if, if this mother, if, if Anthony eats three pieces of cheese, that's one less piece of cheese for everybody else. That's not fair. You had two pieces of bread. This kid would count. I remember one time we're at my house and uh, we're all playing in, in the Gibbons. This kid, David Gibbons is over at the house, right? And my father says something like, you know, hot dogs are almost not because hot dogs were a staple. Hot dogs are almost done. And I, the kid David's eyes lit up because he grew up poor too. And he was thinking, yeah, I'm going to get some free eats at the Pazzioli house. Gibber, Gibber was poor just like me. And and my brother just says, the hot dogs are for you. He went nuts on him. He's like, there's no hot dogs here for you. You can't eat one. Because my brother Jesse was like, those are his. If he if you give one to the neighbor's kid, you're not going to have them. My, my brother Jesse was like, fuck you. You can't have any hot dogs. That's 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 poor. That's being poor. At my house, you had chip sandwiches. I used to make chip. There would there would be days there were no fucking cheese, and I would make chip sandwiches. I would take a piece, and and I'm not talking making full sandwiches. I take one half. I take a piece of bread, put some chips on it, fold it over, and eat it. That would be my dinner, or that would be my meal: a chip 
fucking sandwich. I remember there were times when we didn't have milk. We didn't have milk. And my father, my dad used to work, uh, my father for, for a little bit of time when I was younger, he used to work at this place called Rodstein's and it's a food processing place. And they would have, um, you know, like uh, cornbread mix or they would have brownie mix. And my father would either, I don't know if he stole it or if they just, they gave them out like, cause you know, they'd be like damaged boxes of it and we'd have it at the house. And let me tell you something. I would take that. I would put water into the brownie mix, right. To make it almost like real light to make it like milk. And I would make it, make this weird milk. It's not even milk. It's fucking brownie mix. that's watered down. And then I'd pour that on top of my cereal because there was no milk. I would literally come up with any concoction I could with the shit in the house to eat something because you would get that fucking hungry. And then when there was food, if there were, if on the off chance, and let me tell you something, it was a glorious day. There were glorious days a couple times a year when DSS was coming to the house to check. And you knew when DSS was coming because you'd get home from school. You'd get home from school and you'd know, right? Wait, and, and listen. It, it, so, it, so we would go to school and then we had um, uh, after school programs for the poor kids. And then you'd get home, right? This is when I'm younger. So th then you'd get home and then your dad would be getting home right about the same time, whatever. You get in the house and you knew DSS was either coming that night or they were coming the next day because you opened up the cabinets and it shined. It glimmered. There was more food than you've ever seen in your life. There were three boxes of cereal, two bags of chips. Three things of bread. And they were they were fucking what are they called? Funny bones might even be in there. Ring dings might be. You knew it. It was there was ice cream in the freezer. There was a, plenty of cheese. There was bologna. Hey, we got fucking bologna, baby. We're gonna eat. You knew something was good. They had listen, there was soda and it was Pepsi, or it was Coke, it was the good shit. We have hood milk. We got fucking hood. And you knew. You knew what was going on because DSS was coming the next day. And my father would look at all of us and say, don't you eat a fucking thing. Nobody eats a thing until DSS leaves. And it was cool. We love it. We love DSS. I wish DSS. I, I shit. I thought about calling DSS and have them making a weekly appointments on my dad. You got to come to my house. Please. Please schedule another appointment. Because then my father would go out. The house would be clean. Well, he make us clean, but we'd, we'd have to clean up the house. The house would look spick and span. DSS's uh, Department of Social Services here in Massachusetts now, I think it's like DFS or something like that. But they come, they make sure you had food in the cabinet. Ooh, and there was food in the cabinet. It was fucking great. I used to love it. It was like Christmas, the real Christmas. I wish DSS was coming to your house on Christmas Day so that they could scrutinize your parents for the kind of gifts they fucking gave you because we would have got something good because when they scheduled and they were going to arrive, my father would go food shopping and he would buy more than he would have to buy to make it seem like shit was good. And my father was a good man, so I'm not shitting on my dad. Times were just tough and my father grew up poor and the food that he had in the house was more than he ever had. So I'm not, my father made me a great man. I please, I will never shit on my father. He's the best. Love him. Made me who I am. Put, put a work ethic in me that can't be touched. But I absolutely loved it. When DSS was coming, there was more food than you can imagine. But let me tell you something. Food did not last long in my house. My father would go food shopping and that shit would be gone by the end of the night. 
by the end of the night and you had to sneak it because you had to ask. Our, you used to have to have a dad, can I have a bowl of cereal? And my bowl of cereal would be a mountainous bowl of cereal. And then my brothers would get a bowl of cereal and that, then the thing's gone. Like one or two bowls, it's over. And I used to try to steal their bowl. I would do all sorts of shit. I would throw stuff in their cereal to try to get them to not eat it so that I could eat it. We would fight over everything. Thank God. Thank God for free lunch. I might have never ate. Well, you know what? Thank God for laugh. Thank God for John's parents for laugh. Because if, if it wasn't for... Thank God for Big John. Because I ate at that guy's house like fucking three times, four times, five. Fuck, I probably ate there seven days a week. Amen for Big John. Because I would go down there, they'd be eating, and I'd be like, what's up? They had the real good food. Oh, Kate's mom, she made the stuffed shells. Oh, so good. So here are the things that I would eat. Here's a typical thing. Cheese sandwiches, 100%. Uh, mac and cheese with hot dogs. This is like, a, like a, an everyday thing was a cheese sandwich until there was no cheese. When the cheese, wh whatever was gone first, right? If, if there were just, if, let's say you ate all the bread, but there was still cheese. Well, I would take cheese and I'd, and I'd roll chips up and in, in I'd make like a chip roll with the cheese and I'd eat that. If there was just bread, I would put chips in that. If there were no chips and there was no cheese, then you're talking toast. I would just, I'd toast it. If there was no fucking butter, I'd find some, I'd put mustard on it. I would put ketchup on it. I, it doesn't matter. Or I would just toast, or I'd just eat it straight up, straight up, just like that. Um, hot dogs. I mean, those, 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 those are like three, four times a week. You'd dogs are so cheap. So you'd eat, you'd, you'd bang back and, and you'd have hot dogs and everything, hot dogs and pasta, hot dogs and mac and cheese, hot dogs with hot dogs, hot dogs and eggs. Everything had fucking hot dogs. Um, cereal was, it was another big one. You'd have the knockoff cereal, but again, it was like, if the milk ran out before the cereal, then you would find, you were trying to figure out what to put in the fucking cereal to try to make it edible or you just ate it straight up. Just like that, you just pounded it back. A um, lot of, lot of. Luckily, my dad always had cornbread because he would get it from work. So a ton of, ton of making corn, cornbread. But you, you know, it was the kind that you could just make with water. So you pour water in it, you'd cook it, shit like that. But I'm talking absolute poverty. And now, now, listen, I'm sure there were people that were way worse off than I was. I had it okay. I actually, at least, I had food and I had things. But I understand. Things are difficult. Times are tough. But don't come at me with your social media post of your mac and cheese with your hot dogs in it and be like, oh, look at me. I'm fucking poor. Unless you could show me a picture of your cabinets and there's nothing in it, I don't want to hear it. If you open up your fridge and you see nothing but refrigerator and you open up your cabinets and you see nothing but cabinet, just like you bought the house day one, then we can talk. Then we'll talk. Otherwise, you didn't grow up poor. You didn't have it tough. You didn't fight with your brothers over who was going to eat. You weren't holding the big uh, the lunch ticket that, that gleamed. Gleamed. I'm a poor bastard. And don't act like you did. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. Check uh, Spazzing Out, America's Podcast, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify. Wherever you get your podcast, you can get my podcast. And you know what the funny thing is? I still, to this day, eat like that. I still to this day. So I make cheese sandwiches all the time. I make chip sandwiches. My wife is always like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You're eating a chip sandwich. I'm like, I, I like what I like. I just, I like chip sandwiches. I got so used to eating. Ice was another one, dude. I used to eat ice like crazy. I still do.
ice. I would chew on ice because I really had nothing else to chew. I was I, cutting weight for me wasn't a problem when I wrestled in high school because I was so used to not eating sometimes. Didn't even care. Didn't even care. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. I'm out. Guy, spazzing out America's podcast is brought to you by Take Junk. www.takejunk.com or call 844-TAKE-JUNK. Make it disappear. Use Take Junk for all your junk removal needs or book online at takejunk.com. It is my junk removal company. It's here in Massachusetts, though. So if you're in, like, California, Texas, Florida, high up in New Hampshire, I mean, I could go to, like, southern New Hampshire. If you're in Rhode Island, probably ain't going down there. Not too much further out in Worcester, Mass. But if you have junk that you need removed, do me a favor. Use my company, Take Junk. I might even come and take the junk away for you. I don't even want to say might. It's most likely going to be me coming there to take the junk away. Give it a try. 844-TAKE-JUNK or takejunk.com to make it disappear.